Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a Thanksgiving week edition of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. This is episode number 37, recorded on November the 25th, 2019, from Citizen Square in downtown Fort Wayne. On today's program, we're going to discuss Fort Wayne's proud and vibrant Hispanic heritage, as well as talk about the success of the Hispanic and Latino business community. Now, for a better understanding in both areas, I'm pleased to welcome Herb Hernandez, who is president of the Greater Fort Wayne Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Herb, uh, now, what is the mission of the Fort Wayne Hispanic Chamber of Commerce? Well, our mission is to advocate, promote, and facilitate the success of Hispanic Latino-owned businesses so that they may fully participate in the growth and development, the same as other businesses in the Greater Fort Wayne area. What are some of the things that you do to, to increase their success? Well, we collaborate with a couple of other organizations such as SCORE, such as Greater Fort Wayne Incorporated, to uh, engage uh, with them in their um, promotion of programs, business programs, which would include uh, education, <laughs> workshops, technology updates, those types of things so that they can uh, be equipped to uh, compete in this most current and active uh, uh, business environment. So our listeners can really help out the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce by uh, going to a lot of the businesses who are members. How many members do you have currently? We currently have 100 members. Oh my gosh. But I do want to make a distinction here that uh, only uh, 70% are Hispanic Latinos, the others are corporations, corporate sponsors who promote oh. our mission. Ah, so they can be they can belong to a Greater Fort Wayne as well as the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Yes, and our membership dues are, with all due respect, uh, not as uh, considerably <laughs> less expensive. Yeah, yes, yes. Gotta watch my language there. <laughs> I understand. Well, you work with the local banks a lot, and uh, how? Um, tell me how local banks are doing to provide. Uh, like the, the, the like the financial workshops and uh, you know because a lot of times when individuals enter into businesses small business particularly uh, they have a great passion and they have sometimes a very good product and a good service but a lot of times they don't understand the intricacies of running their business uh, but local banks are helping out right well uh, yes and no. um we have uh, a few banks who are corporate bank sponsors of our organization, <laughs> and if you, if you allow me to name them, uh, Lake City Bank has been a sponsor for over 20 years. Uh, Grable Bank, IAB now, their name is First Merchants, have been a, a member for over 15 years. PNC has been a member for over 10 years, and Wood Forest Bank has been a member for over two years. <laughs> so these uh, banks uh, do offer for our group uh, special workshops, uh, to help them uh, uh, be better equipped and provide the more accurate information so that they complete their loan application. Um, also to help them increase their credit limits and also offer other financing uh, alternatives for their specific need. When we talk about the Hispanic business community, are there, are there certain areas where the majority of the Hispanic Latino community are concentrating their their efforts as far as as businesses uh, or do you see them all over the board? On the contrary they are not all over the board 
uh, we have a high percentage that are uh, restaurant owners. <laughs> we have uh, at the last count, because it changes every year. Sure. Uh, but the good news is it's, it's increasing rather than decreasing. Uh, and we have approximately over 25 Hispanic Latino owned restaurants, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> uh, there are other uh, restaurants that offer uh, Hispanic Latino food, but they're not owned by Hispanic Latinos. They're non-Hispanics, <laughs> which is uh, fine. We, you know, <laughs> we like that uh, type of um, involvement. Um, and then the other thing is with the uh, Hispanic Latino restaurants, which is primarily a service, mm -hmm. um, uh, we, they usually hire Hispanic Latinos, so 95% of their workforce are Hispanic Latino employees, and primarily the cooks and the uh, food servers are Latino because they uh, understand the ingredients for the food, how mm -hmm. long to cook it so that they can be more efficient. Right. And they, we certainly don't want you to get a plate of um, burnt tacos <laughs> or burnt burritos, so this timing's everything. The, well, besides the, the hospitality business, mm -hmm. I'm sure there are uh, a number of young uh, Hispanic uh, Latino students who are uh, going through uh, their educational system who uh, hopefully want to stay in Fort Wayne. Mm -hmm. uh, do you see any, uh, any particular area that uh, uh, that they're looking at as far as uh, uh, you know, possible professional careers outside of the hospitality business? Uh, do you see many going into education uh, or manufacturing or insurance, some of the other clusters of businesses in their community? Yes, we do see that. Uh, currently, we have about uh, five members uh, who are involved in the financial services ah, area. Uh, so that makes us feel good because in, uh, when we were founded in 1990, April of 1990, so next year we will be in existence uh, 30 years. So that is wow. really uh, great for us to, to still be in existence. And we do have that second generation coming in. Uh, I'm 71, born in 1948. And I'm glad to see the 45 to 55 year old members um, taking on these right. other challenging great. obligations. And, and um, we also have uh, meetings, we call them Cuarto Webes. So our next meeting uh, will be, those are quarterly meetings. Uh, it's usually the last Thursday of the month. In December, we don't have it the last Thursday of the month because that's too much, <laughs> uh, too close to the holidays. So our next meeting will be uh, Thursday, December the 5th at Eddie Merlot's, and you're welcome to attend if oh, you have the well, time. Thank you're you. welcome to attend. Thank you. And it's more of a social event. We do have some speakers, but their, their, their uh, presentation time has been cut to 5-10 minutes, so we'll, we want to focus more on, on social networking. But to get back to the original question of the young people, yes, uh, we see uh, demand for those uh, specific uh, occupational groups such as education, mm -hmm. uh, business administration, um, and law. So we have quite a few that are interested in going, becoming uh, attorneys. Mm -hmm. We have a couple of Hispanic attorneys already here in Fort Wayne. Unquestionably, more and more companies, whether local or state or in some cases international, are looking for bilingual yes. individuals. Uh, there's no question that that Spanish uh, is becoming a, a, an extremely uh, popular language, uh, not only in Fort Wayne, but uh, nationally. So the more uh, knowledge a person has uh, in both languages, English as well as Spanish, or even more than that, 
has to make them much more valuable. Oh yeah, we think so. The uh, uh, the only uh, challenge is that, and I'm bilingual. Mm -hmm. uh, when I went to uh, IU, I majored in uh, Spanish and minored in economics and business uh -huh. administration, and then later on in life, I went on and got my law degree from Ohio Northern, and it's called the Claudia Pettit School of Law. So I have a, a, a pretty varied background, and I see others wanting to do the same thing. Uh, the, uh, the banks in Fort Wayne uh, have been very open to hiring uh, uh, Hispanic Latino uh, graduates with degrees, recent graduates, they start in as an entry-level uh, job and position, but uh, they do have an opportunity to open up accounts for Hispanic uh, Spanish speakers whose English is not as, as uh, fluent as it needs to be. So that gives us a lot of pride that we can continue uh, using our own language. Well, Herb, within the Chamber of Commerce itself, uh, besides having meetings and, and social events, uh, do you offer individuals within the companies themselves uh, programs uh, so that they can advance, uh, you know, not only in their corporation, but perhaps uh, even outside their, their company? Uh, no, we do not. And let me explain why we do not. Um, one of the challenges is that um, to uh, try to get the time from our Hispanic Chamber, uh, because we're a voluntary organization, uh -huh. uh -huh. uh, sure. we do not have a paid staff. That makes uh, a big so, difference. So that makes a big difference. <laughs> yes. However, on the other hand, we are, uh, at beginning next year, we will contact certain corporations to see if they would be willing uh, to send some of their Hispanic Latino entry-level employees to full ah, leadership. Sure. Also to see if they can uh, apply for a grant for workforce development because that is uh, lacking seriously for the Hispanic Latino group, not only here in Fort Wayne, but it's across the state. Um, I'm also a, uh, a board of directors for the Indiana Commission of Hispanic Latino Affairs in Indianapolis. We have uh, bi-monthly meetings. That's one of the concerns. I'm also involved with another group called the, um, we'll just call it the Alliance of uh, Hispanic Chamber Organizations mm -hmm. in the state of Fort Wayne, and there are five in the city of, in the state of Indiana, uh, Southwest Indianapolis, uh, Southwest uh, Indiana Chamber, which is in Evansville, Indiana, mm -hmm. the Hispanic Alliance in uh, Marion mm -hmm. County, which is Indianapolis, right. of course, Fort Wayne, and then we have one in South Bend, and then we also... Um, uh, have one in the Goshen area. Ah. So those are the five organizations and we have been meeting uh, quarterly to identify some of these concerns that we all have and that is one that's a real challenge for us is that uh, with all due respect uh, corporate America is uh, uh, very willing to to help mentor uh, non-Hispanics but to mentor Hispanic Latino employees, it's it's a very challenging situation for us. The money is there in the workforce development, so that's what we're going to do after the first of the year to meet with our legislators. I know next year is a short session, but we'll meet with them uh, as often as we can because next year in 2021 there'll be a longer session. They'll be looking at the budget all over again, and we'd like for them to consider carving out some money for minority workforce development for they can uh, move their way up the corporate ladder. You know, Herb, I, I know that you've been the president of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce for a while, uh, and I know that uh, the chamber looks at diversity within our community as far as the, the business element, but 
I've known you for a long time, yes, we have. and you are also passionate about diversity in general yes. in our community. Uh, how are we doing? Are, are, is Fort Wayne becoming uh, a better a melting pot than we used to be, uh, or are we lagging behind? I'm glad you brought that up, Mayor, because um, things have improved substantially. Uh, I don't know if you are aware, but uh, I'm trying to think what year that was. It seems so long ago. Uh, but I believe it was around 2010, 2011, uh, when uh, John uh, Beatty and Common Public Library had that book about the history of Fort Worth, right. one section for business, the other one for ethnicity. Right. And um, they did ask me, and I, at first I declined because I knew it would be time consuming, but then uh, uh, about a month later, John asked me, he said, look, would you please do this? Just write something. I said, well, I don't just do something, but I did throw myself into it. Uh, I was there Saturdays and Sundays at the library in the evenings after work from five until they closed, doing a lot of research. So, so I recall that the first Hispanic Latinos that were listed in the city directory, they were here in Fort Wayne, Indiana from 1912 to 1915. And uh, it was a very uh, heartwarming for me to find them, that they were here. And then we've been here ever since. And then in the 1930s, 1940s, you had a tremendous influx of Mexicans coming in here, which that's when my family moved here. Mm -hmm. And I was born at St. Joe Hospital in 1948. <laughs> and then the community has just grown since then. And now the 2016 census is in Allen County. We have 27,000 Hispanic Latinos. Oh my gosh. In the city of Fort Wayne um, area, we have 25,000. So it has improved uh, thanks to your efforts. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, I don't know uh, the percentages you could say based on those figures is about 10%. About 10%, yes. And uh, uh, I think that's very good. So, and then the other, uh, I think, implied question was uh, could we be a melting pot? Are we a melting pot? Mm -hmm. I think we should be a melting pot. <laughs> right. With no due respect, that's not a criticism of you. It's just the way things work mm -hmm. out here. Uh, so, yes, we could be a role model for <laughs> other cities. <laughs> to be the uh, melting pot, and that would definitely help uh, John Sampson and his Northeast Regional Partnership roll to right. one million, not only just here in Fort Wayne, but Northeast Indiana, because there's a lot of Hispanic Latinos in these nine counties. Oh, there's no, there's no question about that. Uh, and I'm glad that we're at about 10% now, because the last figures I had showed about eight to nine percent. So we have had some growth yes. in the Hispanic community. And I think our African-American community is somewhere between 15 and 18. So uh, it, it appears to me that we are becoming a little more diverse. Uh, you're absolutely right, though. We have a long, a long way to go. Uh, but I think uh, because we have made advances uh, in the business community, uh, and uh, uh, the fact that a lot of our young people are looking, Hispanic young people and Latinos are looking at um, areas where they can make a difference. I, I really enjoy your, uh, enjoyed your comments relative to getting um, Hispanics in, involved in uh, young people, uh, involved in, in leadership for Wayne. Uh, we can do more with probably with the mayor's youth council, uh, but that's what it's going to take, I think, to really make a significant difference. Uh, we almost had an Hispanic on city council, uh, yes. <laughs> but uh, and I think we will eventually. Yeah. 
uh, it's just going to take take some time. Well, Herb, unfortunately, uh, that's all the time we have for today. Before we go, though, if someone wants to learn more about the Greater Fort Wayne uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, uh, how do they? How can they get hold of you? Well, all they need to do is go to the uh, our website, which is uh, www.fwhispanicchamber.org. That's www.fwhispanicchamber.org. And I can give you one of my business cards that welcome to well, call me. Well, thank you. Which is my uh, phone number, which is 260 uh, And thank you again so much. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in today. I wish everyone a fun, relaxing, and happy Thanksgiving. Make sure you thank the cook and offer to do the dishes if you, if you can. As always, it's been another great day in the city of Fort Wayne. Let's keep our momentum going. This is Mayor Tom Henry. We'll see you again soon.